0: Welcome to Hope Community Podcast. It's great to have you join us today listening online. We pray you'll be impacted by our message this week. Enjoy. Thank you, Lord, that we are family today. And anyone that's new, listening online or new to church today, you belong. You belong here. Even though you might be still figuring things out. Um, I want to encourage you today that you belong and Jesus sees you and loves you. And Father, um, as we come to your word uh, today, Father, may you speak through me, Lord, may your presence fall and may you impact my heart and um, others, in the, others in the house as well. Father, let your word minister to us. Um, in Jesus' name we pray, amen, amen. Alright, I want to start off with a story today. Um, This is it. A A retired man purchased a home near a school. And he spent the first few weeks of his retirement in peace. Then the new school year began. One afternoon early in the first semester, a group of kids came down his street. Beating on every bin they came across. Then they did so the following day and the day after that until... Finally, the retiree decided it was time to take action. The next afternoon, he walked out to meet them as they banged their way down the street. Stopping them, he said, "'You kids, you're a lot of fun. "'I used to do the same when you, I was your age. "'Will you do me a favour? "'I'll give you each a dollar if you'll promise to come around every day and beat those bins.'" The kids were more than happy and continued to bang on the bins every day on their walk home. After a week, the old man walked out and greeted the kids again. However, this time, he didn't have a smile on his face. Look, the recession's really putting a dent in my income, he told them. I'm going to have to cut it down to 50 cents a day to keep you kids banging these bins. The kids were obviously unimpressed, but they accepted the reduction in payment and continued their afternoon activities. A few days later, the man approached them again. Look, he said, I haven't received my pension yet, so I'm not gonna be able to give you more than 25 cents to bang on those bins. Will that be okay? That's it, they said. If you think we're gonna waste our time beating these bins for 25 cents a day, you're nuts, old man, we quit. And the man enjoyed peace in his street from that day on. peace when it comes to your mind when I say the word peace what comes to your mind when I say the word peace and for this old man it was living in a quiet street without unnecessary loud noises maybe you think of peace as having your house all to yourself maybe it's a day without trouble Maybe it's an early morning sunrise on top of a mountain. Maybe it's a bath with music on and a candle lit. Maybe it's watching your footy game in your favourite chair without anyone interrupting you. Or maybe it's a person. Maybe it's a relative or friend, the one you call when anything hits the fan and you know you can call them to offload to. They just say that one sentence and one truth, one conversation, and you feel better immediately. And we can try and find peace in all sorts of ways and by going to all sorts of places and seeking it out in all kinds of people, religions, and practices. Now, what if I pointed out to you that all these things, people, And practices will fall short of real, true, everlasting peace. You may have experienced this already. You could be sitting, looking out to a beautiful, peaceful ocean, but not at peace yourself. You could be laying in a hammock, but still feel restless. You could ring up your go-to person to offload that day and they're not themselves as well and you get off the phone feeling not much better. You could finally meet the person of your dreams and still not feel at peace. You could be climbing that corporate ladder and finding that it doesn't really bring you peace right up at the top. So where do we find true peace That lasts. Is there even such a thing? Sounds great, doesn't it? Well, let me bring you some good news today. Yes, there is a peace that will fill your heart and mind and soul, and that's better than anything this world offers. And it's not fleeting, it doesn't pull up short, it's more than sufficient, it's always available 24 7. It came with a cost, but it's given to you free. And it's even available today for you to receive. Believe it or not, we aren't born into peace. Peace is a person. God the Father, His Son Jesus and Holy Spirit. And one of, the, one of God's names in the Bible is Yahweh Shalom. Shalom which means Lord is peace. We weren't born into peace. We were born into sin and chaos. Very true if you had a baby this week. That baby hasn't come into a very peaceful world right now, if you switch on the news. But then again, a baby didn't come into a peaceful world 50 years ago. Or a hundred years ago. It's been a fractured, broken, hurting world ever since the fall of Adam, with Adam and Eve disobeyed and sin entered. When we've all become separated from God, from one man's actions. It's always been a hurting world since that time. But God, in his loving grace and mercy, saw this and his heart breaks too over this separation. God had a rescue plan to redeem us back to the Father, to bring peace into chaos, to restore what has been broken, to heal our souls, to reconcile relationships, to bring eternal life. He gave his one and only Son to us. Isaiah says, For to us a child is born... To us, a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. You don't have to go another day separated from Christ. And he is inviting you back into a relationship with himself to receive his peace that brings freedom from bondages and bridges the gap between you and your heavenly Father. Colossians, he says, For God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him, Christ, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether things on earth or things in heaven, by making peace through his blood shed on the cross. Do you have this fullness of his peace in your heart today? I didn't have this peace in my heart for a very long time. I was lost without even knowing I was lost. I was always restless, always wondering what seemed to be missing in life. I was anxious and looking for peace in all the wrong places. I drove to psychic houses for them to give me an answer for direction, religiously read horoscopes in magazines, read all the self-help books. I hung dream catchers up in my home. I visited the temples when traveling to leave my wish for that year. I relied heavily on my weekly Friday night binge drinking on my bourbon for some form of peace from a hard working week. Really searching, but didn't know I was searching. I was spiritually dead and lost. Relying on worldly things for peace and very far from Christ. But God. The peace of God is powerful. Romans, the God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. The grace of your Lord Jesus be with you. God's peace entered my heart. And the only way I can describe that day that my father-in-law prayed for me over the phone was like God's presence coming and filling a hole in my heart. And for the first time, I was at peace. I felt whole, and that sense of something missing was gone. My heart was finally at rest. My heart was at peace with God through receiving Jesus. Nothing in this world or no one else comes comparably close to the peace I experienced that day and since. The peace of God can fill our hearts. The peace of God can break anxiety and fear. The peace of God can guard our minds despite the whirlwind of activity going on around us. The true source, the true source of peace is a gift from God to us. Do you know this peace? Have you encountered this peace? Jesus, before he goes to the cross, shared with his disciples, John 14, peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Then in his kindness and grace and love, knowing that his disciples After his death, probably rattled and in grief, he returns to them and appears to them. And the very first message he proclaims is, peace be with you. Receive the Holy Spirit. His words. Jesus proclaimed peace and he gives it to us. He was the ultimate peace sower. He sowed peace wherever he went. He sowed peace when he said this to his disciples, and it's for us today. John 16, I have told you these things so that in me, in me, you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I've overcome the world. And this peace is not just for us. In the Old Testament, in Leviticus, uh, fields of grain were farmed by their owners. But they were instructed um, not to reap to the very edges of their field. They had to leave some. They were instructed to leave those portions for the poor and the alien. In the same way, As we receive God's peace in our hearts, as we press into God, we learn and follow from Jesus, you will produce the fruits of the Spirit in your life and one of those is peace. It will be beneficial for you, but it will also be beneficial to those around you. You will overflow this peace onto others. Romans fifteen, may the God of hope fill you with all the joy and peace as you trust in Him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Do we overflow with this peace and joy? We can we can overflow with all sorts of fruit, can't we? The good, the bad, the ugly, the evil. The Lord wants us to receive his peace so we can overflow and walk in this peace and bring transformation and impact to whoever we meet. Last year, the the Lord brought a teenage girl uh, to our doors here at Hope unexpectedly. Very random. And her mother brought her here because she didn't know what else to do. And the mother came looking for a priest. And I told them I was one of the pastors here and if she was comfortable with that, I could sit with them. At the beginning of the conversation, she was very far away from peace. We had to go outside onto the grass and she asked me to stand very far away from her. And she stood all by herself, not allowing anyone to come near her. And she was using everything she had brought with her for her peace. And the Lord told me clearly she needed to hear his truth, hope, and to pray for peace. She allowed Matt and I to share our testimonies of knowing Jesus. She allowed me to share the gospel with her little by little, peace peace was falling on her and she was coming closer to us. Little by little, her heart was settling. And after these conversations, her mum had tears of thankfulness and they allowed us to pray for her and we declared peace over her life. And we blessed her with a Bible, we blessed her with art to take home for her room, we showed her Bible verses for, for her to know, and we, we just poured out blessings over her. Little by little, she came closer to us. So much so that she ended up hugging us at the end of the conversation and walking away differently from how she came. They walked back to the car with smiles on their faces. Praise God for His peace. Ephesians 2, for he himself is our peace who has made us both one and has broken down in his flesh the dividing wall of hostility. Can I encourage us all, for those in the room, to know his peace, the ones here that you know his peace, you've encountered his peace. You know Jesus. We must become equipped to minister his peace to others. And this is not just for priests and pastors and those with a title. This is not just so we can pray for people here inside these four walls on a Sunday. This is so we can minister to people, to all people everywhere. And as a Christian, we are all ministers of his peace. And I encourage you to know your testimony in a two-minute version and know how to share that gospel because you never know when we might need to use those tools unexpectedly. And if you don't know how to do that, next time Alpha is running at Hope, jump in on the week when they say how to share, other, how to share Jesus with others and you will be equipped. We also must be abiding and communing with the giver of peace. Sometimes we can just come to God, hey, like, like we're ordering fast food. God, give me a piece now. <laughs> like two seconds of the day, like you've drove, driven up to Macca's ordering the small fries, like small fries, please. And you're expecting it in a minute. We can do that with God. It's not wrong. Please talk to God, even if it's a split second. But sometimes this is what our life can look like, it's like fast food. And, and we do that in a split moment and then forget about him for the rest of the day. Not to talk to him or commune with him. The source of true peace must take up residence within us. And our affections ter- turn towards him throughout the day. And Pastor Dan just shared last week in his message, praying in his prayer language more and more. When you're spending time communing with him, immersed in him, you'll have the fragrant aroma of heaven. You will. I walk walk past these people. I know the ones. I'm like, oh, they've been spending a lot of time with Jesus. It's all over them. Many people here. Many people here. It's all over them. One of my first jobs was waitressing in a restaurant when, remember this day, when smoking was still allowed inside. Yeah, remember Sizzlers with the smoking and the non-smoking with the little plastic wall to barricade that and the big, you know, anyway, 1990s. (laughs) I worked in one of those restaurants. Now, when I went to work, I smelt fine. Well, I hope so. (laughs) I'd hope so. Smelt fine. But after a very long shift, after a 12-hour shift of waitressing in an atmosphere that was filled with smoke, I got back into my car and I came home and I walked into my family home. The smoke was on my clothes, the smoke was in my hair, the smoke was in my, on my skin, I smelt of smoke and everyone knew when Tam was home. It was all over me. I was oozing the atmosphere that I'd been hanging around in. We release to others what or who we hang around the most. I'm just going to say that again. We release to others what or who we hang around the most. Commune and abide in Jesus, and you'll be overflowing the goodness of God to others. And you'll be ministering His peace to others because you're hanging out with Him. You're hanging out with the Prince of peace. It'll be all over you. His presence, His anointing. people were like, "Whoa, what's different about you?" When we walk through our days, we need to be situationally aware of where we can sow peace into conversations and circumstances. And think of ourselves as farmers, you know, with a bag of peace attached to us and you're spreading it. And look for opportunities to sow peace. But I also want to just give you this encouragement as well. Be on guard. Be also be on guard. There will be times, there will be. I had one yesterday. There will be times in things in the day, stress, frustrations, and they pop up or they don't go how you were hoping. And we we may say an angry word or we may say so an angry text. In those moments, try to breathe and take some time out. Then respond to the situation instead of reacting. And ask the Lord if you need to apologise for anything said and apologise. But if we're continually walking every moment of our day, seven days a week, continually sowing words that aren't bringing good fruit, maybe it might be time just to, to sit and ask the Lord and to seek some wise counsel. That's just encouragement for us. We know his peace, we can sow his peace, then be led forth in his peace. We can go in his peace. Isaiah 26, you will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. Trust in the Lord forever for the Lord, the Lord himself is rock eternal. This verse has the word perfect peace. And in Hebrew, it's translated as shalom, shalom. You might have heard Tim say that word this morning. You might have never heard that word before, shalom. In this verse, it's repeated twice for intensity. It's not just one shalom, but two. Shalom, shalom, perfect peace. And the Hebrew word for peace, shalom, means wholeness, in all of life, completeness, harmony, fulfillment, health, prosperity, welfare, and safety. It is so much more than just merely referring to an absence of trouble or conflict. When they greet each other in Israel with shalom, it's more than just saying a, a quick hello and goodbye, more than even just a blessing of peace be with you. They're actually speaking blessings over each other for fullness, prosperity, good health and well-being to rest upon them. Shalom. We will be kept in perfect peace when our minds are steadfast because they trust in you. I don't know about you, but this week was a little hard with a few of our team in Israel. I think I clicked on that ABC News app A heap more than I usually do. I was checking my phone a few more times than I usually do. And our minds, our minds can go to places where it hasn't been before. The seas and waves and storms of life can rise around us quick, in one quick moment. In one moment, things can change suddenly. And to continue to walk in his peace, our minds must stay steadfast on him as we trust in him. And I know that this is hard. It's hard. Anchor our minds on the word of God every day. Find a nugget of truth from his word and think about that now. I'm doing that right now. Think about something right now and have that and hang to that. When that fear begins to rise, catch it and take it to Jesus and declare his peace over it. Pray in your heavenly language, put on worship music, thank God for his peace, even if you're feeling far from it. Just thank him in advance for it, in worship, I was thanking him in advance. Thank you, Lord, for your peace. Thank you, Lord, for your breakthrough. Thank you, Lord, that people are going to come to know you today, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Just thank him in advance. His word says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Because of Jesus' death and resurrection, receive, declare and pray for his peace. His shalom for Israel. His shalom for Ukraine. His shalom for all the countries around the world right now in civil war. Pray for his shalom in Sudan, in Africa, where this has been going on for decades. His peace into chaos in many places around this world. His peace into confusion. His peace into hurting bodies, His peace into tormented minds, His peace into marriages, His peace into fractured relationships, His peace into empty and broken hearts. We can know His peace, we can sow His peace and we can go in His peace. And as a believer, you will go. You can go carrying his peace into hospital rooms. You will go carrying his peace into places of despair. You will go carrying his peace into places of hopelessness. And as you pray, you will access the peace of God from heaven to flow through you and to be released around you. His kingdom on earth as it is in heaven for His glory. And we know that there will be a day, there will be a day, He will wipe every tear from their eyes. There'll be no more death or mourning or crying or pain. For the old order of things has passed away, His peace for all of eternity. This morning, I want to pray for peace for us. And I know, I know there's some people in this room that you are going through some heavy stuff right now. And God knows and He sees this, He sees you. And I want to pray for peace in your situation. And I want to pray that the Lord will fill you up with His divine peace. And I know the Lord is using some of you mightily as ministers of His peace in your families, in your extended families right now. And so I want to move into some prayer ministry time now. But it's not just going to be me up here praying. We are all going to do this as a church family today. And there's two groups of people that I want to pray for. And we are going to stand in a moment. We're going to stand right now, actually. Let's stand. The first group of people, I, want you, I, I would love you to... Just be bold today. We're family. You're in a safe place. And if this is you that you are going through a storm or those waves or seas have just turned instantly and they suddenly have risen and you need His peace and you need a fresh touch of His peace today, I would love you to pop your hand up nice and high and tall right now and us as a family, they're coming up us as a family we are going to lay hands and gather around these people i ask that you not miss this opportunity so if that you see hands raised up i would love a group of people to come around them and you can begin to pray for them now if you're a believer in the room you start ministering start praying Keep your hand up high until someone comes around you and then you may drop it. We don't want to miss out on anyone. There's a, yep, guy at the back. Someone got him, yep. All right, the next, the second group. If there is anybody in this room... And you have never encountered, you have never experienced the peace of God. And just like my story, you felt like there's something missing in your heart or you've tried every worldly thing for peace in your life and nothing has worked. And today you've come and you're saying, Jesus, I wanna give you a try. (laughs) I I wanna say, Yes, to your true everlasting peace. If that is you in the room, could you ever be so bold as a church family? We wanna come around you today. Can you raise your hand now and say, that is me and I would love to experience God's peace today. You might be watching online. You might be watching online. Thank you. Can we just get around um, that lady in there, over there, lay her hands. Yeah, thank you, Jesus. If you're watching online, you can gather around your living rooms and just start praying. Thank you, Jesus. Father God, we come at the foot of the cross today. And Jesus, we say we need your peace. We ask for your peace. Father God, I ask that you come now as Yahweh Shalom. Lord is peace. And I pray that you will come and fill These beautiful ones, fill your children from the top of their heads to the tips of their toes, God. Fill to overflowing your shalom. We declare and we pray shalom over their families, shalom over their situations, shalom over their homes, shalom over their bodies. Father God, where there has been pain, Father, we ask and we push back that pain in the name of Jesus Christ and we say, peace be with you. Receive the Holy Spirit. Peaceful. Father God, where there has been fighting and turmoil and torment, in the name of Jesus Christ, we push back torment and we say, receive your shalom, We receive the Lord of peace over minds right now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We speak and we declare your peace. Come, Holy Spirit, and break fear, break anxiety, break depression with shalom, shalom. Father God, where there has been fractured relationships, God, we ask. For the peace of God to move in our hearts. For our words, Lord, to be salted with your goodness, Father. To repent when we need to repent. You show us, Holy Spirit, and may you move, God, in relationships. May you move in marriages. Your shalom. Father God, you are the true source of peace. And we say, come and flood us today. Flood our minds, flood our bodies. We speak peace into bodies. Release peace. And we receive that today. We thank you, Lord, that you are the Prince of Peace. We thank you for the hearts that are saying, today I say yes to you. You come and I'm inviting you into my heart. I receive you today as my Lord and my Saviour. And help me walk in this peace for the rest of my days. Father God, I ask that you raise up every single believer in this room to be ministers of your peace. We have come from far and wide today. We have come from all different workplaces. We've come from all different families. We've come from all different homes, Jesus. Raise us up to be ministers of your peace. Shalom. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Continue to minister to us in this song. Continue to pour it out today. And help us, help us hang with you every single day. Help us draw to the real, true source of peace. Show us things, Father, that we need to get rid of if we've relied heavily on those things for our peace. (sighs) They won't last and they they won't be powerful. There's no power in them. There's no power in those things. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Come and continue to minister us as we come and worship you in this song. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks so much for listening to Hope Community Podcasts. We hope you enjoyed today's message and remember to subscribe to the channel to keep up to date. From everyone here at Hope Community, have the best week.